Hello and welcome to The Planet Today, where we cover the latest in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy. It's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. I am your host, Matt Norton, here again with a public service announcement. Um, not enough people over the weekend listened to soundcloud.com slash Cape. So Nick is still sick. So if you want him to feel better <laughs> by this upcoming Friday's show, I need you to go hit that SoundCloud link. Get your boy some, some streams. <laughs> Nick makes awesome music, and it's the only way that he will feel better by Friday. Nick, what's going on? I can confirm that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm still feeling like trash, um, which is fine. It's it's okay uh, because it's at least October now. You know, at least it's October, yeah. and I'm feeling like trash. So that's cool. Uh, I love October. Uh, I do like Halloween. I'm not a massive Halloween fan, but I like it, and... It's one of the best months for football, so I'm in. I'm in it. Yeah, October is my favorite month. I love the weather turning. It's getting a little bit nicer out. Hopefully, we get some nice fall foliage, football, apple cider donuts. Yes, hot chocolate uh, season's kicking in a little bit. Maybe later in the month, but that's okay. Get to wear a flannel pretty much every day, and no one, no one questions it. So yeah, I'm a big October guy. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Let's have a good show. <laughs> started got a quick word from one of our sponsors this episode is brought to you by kitcaster kitcaster books you on top podcasts how do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent podcast interviews how do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals podcast interviews how do c-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets podcast interviews kitcaster books you on top podcasts Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. We have two stories for you today. The first one is by Noor Namji of the BBC, who writes, Lego Axe's plan to make bricks from recycled bottles. In 2021, Lego announced that it would stop producing bricks that are made using crude oil within two years. A week ago, Lego said that its analysis revealed that the new material did not reduce their carbon emissions, but the company remains fully committed to making sustainable bricks. Right now, many of the Lego bricks are made of virgin plastic called acrylonitrile butadiene styrene, or ABS. <laughs> this move is considered a setback after Lego made a push to become a greener company. Their initial goal was to make bricks that are made of recycled PET plastics, which are commonly used for things like water bottles. Unfortunately, Lego found that increased number of steps in their production process to create these types of bricks required more energy usage. The company has said it was currently testing and developing bricks made from a range of alternative sustainable materials. The article ends with a quote from the Lego company. We are investing more than $1.2 billion in sustainability initiatives in the four years to 2025 as part of our efforts to transition to more sustainable materials and reduce our carbon emissions by 37% by 2032. So I'm not sure if this is going to be a hot take by me, but 
let me just be the first to say that I love this decision. And I know that it sounds like they're backtracking, but I think it would have been so easy to just get that PR, do some classic greenwashing that we've come to find a lot of companies doing and saying, hey, our bricks are made of recycled plastics. Buy more Lego and you're going to take water bottles out of the ocean. But the company decided to do an actual life cycle analysis of their own emissions and discovered that their plan wasn't working. Take this with a grain of salt. I am very biased. I love Lego. I built a Lego set last weekend. Um, yeah, 28, still rocking Legos. It is a cool life that I live, but <laughs> still think this is a really great decision. And I hope that their continued efforts to become more sustainable can, you know, come up with a better result with the next plan that they, they dive into. Yeah. And I have no bias here. I'm, I'm not a massive Lego fan, um, but I will say I agree with you. I, it's If it's not worth it, if it's just making your emissions worse, there's no reason to go ahead and do what you said, yeah. greenwash and all that stuff. Um, so I, I'm glad they they took the, they had the wherewithal to say, let's not do this. It's just not working out. Yeah. And hey, there, there's your headline grab. If you want to get me and Nick in trouble, we love that Lego is now producing bricks of virgin oil again, virgin plastic yeah. again. <laughs> no, seriously, I think that this is, this is important. And I think this is a good example of greenwashing is easy it's harder to do the right thing and admit that your plan wasn't working. They still have plans to reduce their company wide emissions by 2032. So, you know, I, I hope they get there. Genuinely. I do. Nick and Matt are starring in the Exxon boys. (laughs) Virgin plastic summer, extra virgin plastic. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next story. And it's titled after summer's extreme weather, more Americans see climate change as a culprit poll shows. From the Associated Press. All right, first things first, let's address the elephant in the room. This number is still too low, in my opinion. And this is something that I almost feel weird talking about because I kind of hate that this is a significant story in 2023. But a recent poll from the Associated Press, NORC Center of Public Affairs and Research, found that 64% of Americans say they have experienced extreme weather and that climate change is at least in part to blame. This number is up 10% from a similar poll that was conducted in April. 87% of respondents said that they have experienced at least one extreme weather event in the past five years, which includes flooding, wildfire, droughts, extreme heat, and severe storms in general. If you're listening to this episode right now, you could probably think of at least one time in the last five years that you have experienced something like this. 65% of Americans felt that climate change will have or already has had a major impact in their lifetime, which is a good thing, seeing as climate change is unfortunately still a heavily politicized issue. Dr. Anthony Lizerwitz of Yale pointed to 2016 as when people in the U.S. felt climate change was impacting them now in the form of extreme weather. He also believes that people today are interpreting information in a more scientific way than they did 10 years ago, with media coverage of climate change also kind of playing a role in this polling data. The article says that among those who experienced extreme weather, Democrats at 93% are more certain that climate change was the cause compared to only 48% of Republicans. I think sometimes we can get caught up in the semantics a little bit. And this is something that I on this show have made a conscious effort to do. But I've I've stopped saying believe climate science because I think it kind of leaves a door open for someone to think that climate change is something that you believe in. Mm. You can also not believe it. You know, it's it's optional. Like faith. Exactly. Like, yeah. Instead, what I've tried to do is 
I say understand climate science because like any science, you either get it or you don't. And not understanding it doesn't make it any less true. I'm not a physicist. I loved Oppenheimer, but I don't understand how the atomic bomb works. Yeah. Me not understanding it doesn't mean it never happened. Doesn't mean that it's not true. So in the same vein, climate change whether you understand how warming atmosphere will lead to sea level rise and how that is going to impact shoreline degradation and erosion, how the warming temperatures are going to impact droughts and water supplies, it doesn't make it any less true. So I think this is great that this number continues to keep rising. I think that this is really important, seeing as we have an election coming up next year that really could determine what a climate future looks like here in the U S and, and really in the, in the world because of how important the U S is to the global economy. But, you know, I, I think that this is a number that is still too low and that's why Nick and I do what we do. And that's why so many people work to try to educate people on climate science, because it's important to get as many people fighting this fight as we can. Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy that the number is even as still as low as it is. And I know we're making progress and I know we're we're getting there. But the fact that only 65% of Americans feel that climate change will have or already has had a major impact in their lifetime is wild. Like how that number is not a, at least 80 to 90% is, is unbelievable. And I, I think as unfortunate as this is and maybe as... Um, Negative Nancy, I'm I'm being here. Maybe it's because I'm sick. I don't know. I think the more bad stuff that that continues to happen in terms of it being related to climate change, whatever, whatever it is, hurricanes, uh, you know, wildfires, anything, you name it, um, the more people will will have to believe because sure, like, you're right. <laughs> I, I I hate to to think of it like that, but it's just kind of true. Um, that the more bad things happen, the more that people will just get it through their heads that this is related to climate change and we need to be putting people in office that are actually going to do something about climate change because if we continue to just push it down the road and kick it down kick the, the stone down the street it's it's gonna end up exploding in our faces so yeah i don't think that you are being cynical at all with that because unfortunately it, it takes a personal experience sometimes for people to understand things, right? Like this used to be this problem that a lot of people would say, Oh, it's not my problem. It's my grandkids problem. Why do I care? Well, now it's here. Yeah. And now those people who maybe wouldn't care as much now that it's impacting them and you know, their beachfront property that they're not going to be able to sell for as much as they thought they would, because all of a sudden who is going to buy a beachfront property in an area that right. as the sea level rises, that's going to continue to erode the foundation of the home or hurricanes are going to get stronger and more frequent. And all of a sudden that house that you bought many years ago is in a much more dangerous, uninsurable location. So you're right. Like it takes a personal impact sometimes. So I wish it didn't. And I wish that we were talking about a topic that 64% agree that this is happening and the other 36 are on their way to being changed. But I don't I don't think here we're ever going to get to a point where it's 100 um, percent. Yeah. Honestly, as long as we have a voting majority saying, yep, this is an issue I care about. And this is something that I want my politicians to act on up and down the ballot at the state level, at the federal level, at the local level. This is a good thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that I can agree with completely, 100%. And that will do it for today's episode of TPT. We'll be back on Friday for a regularly scheduled show. But until then, please go share this show with at least one friend because this shorter episode is a great way to introduce them to TPT. Like I said at the top of the show, if you're listening right now, I want you to swipe out of Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go open up soundcloud.com slash Cape. Go listen to Nick's music. That way Nick can feel better on Friday's show. Go catch us on social media at Planet Today Pod for more TPT in the meantime. But until then, see you on Friday. Peace.